This Joe Theismann edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Circus Sports. They're back with their Circus Survivor and Circus Millions contest. $14 million up for grabs. Get all the details over at circusports.com. Hey, everybody. Joe Theismann here. You're listening to SGPN. So do this. Let it ride. To the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. A lot of cookie talk, Sean. A lot of cookie talk coming up. Oh yeah, a lot of cookie talk uh, here. Talking Commanders. Colby Dan, aka the Dantabase. What's happening, Colby? Just over here on the command center, breaking down, uh, you know, some uh, some old college football film. You know? Yes. Oh. Yes. We. Uh, we got a bunch of college football previews going, but uh, always a good time to catch up with Joe Theismann. Uh, always a bunch of fun. And uh, again, before we hop into the Joe Theismann interview, of course, shout out to Circus Sports. Make sure you head over to Circus Sports. Get get involved in the contests of all contests. Fourteen million dollars up for grabs. Eight million in the Circus Survivor. Six million in the Circus Millions. Again, picking five games against the spread. So easy. Uh, to do to to sign up for the contest, you can sign up out in Vegas, play from anywhere. Kramer and I will be out there last weekend in Vegas, helping you sign up, getting you ready to go, cracking some cold ones. So come out there, perfect weekend to come out, sign up, get set, get ready to go. Kramer, I I, I mean the prizes you got quarterly prizes, you got it all over at the uh, Circuit Millions contest. You got booby prizes too this year. They have a second place booby prize. Second place booby prize, of no course, if deal. you're completely the worst on your Circuit Millions picks. Uh, again, get started today and uh, head over to CircuitSports.com. Joining us on the line, Super Bowl champion Joe Theismann. Joe, uh, how's it going? I know big golf event coming up at the Tahoe. Yeah, guys, it's uh, it's going well. Hope the summer's going well for you guys as well. There's, you know, lots of interesting things in the world of gaming going on. Oh um, yeah, involving yeah. sports. <laughs> but um, we've, as a matter of fact, uh, the American Century Tournament out in Lake Tahoe, which is July 14th through the 16th, and American Century has been the title sponsor for 25 years. This is the 34th year the event has taken place. We've created a uh, fantasy uh, fantasy golf uh, opportunity for people. Yeah, it's uh, awesome. give you a little bit of background. It started on Ju- uh, June 22nd. You could reg- you can register up until July 13th, and you log on to www.accfantasygolf.com. And all of us in the field are broken down into five categories, depending upon how well you play. <laughs> I happen to be in the middle category with Josh Allen, Patrick yeah. Holmes. Ooh. I'm flattered. I'm there. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, and what happens is, if you win the entire, you know, fantasy uh, golf, you get a ten thousand dollar prize that can be donated to the charity of your choice. Plus, you get tickets for two to next year's event. But you can also change players each day. Oh, I didn't know that. 14th, 15th, and 16th. And if you win that particular day, you get two uh two tickets or two 
a trip for two to a next year's tournament. So um, it's a great opportunity. Obviously, you know, all Josh will be there, Patrick, Seth, Charles, uh, yeah. Larry, the cable guy, um, no, it's, you know, Tony it, Romo, who's, you know, won it the last couple of years, Marty ooh. fish. <laughs> salt, so yeah. Yeah. You know, we're, we're representing the NFC. So uh, we're not massive. Robo not, not only Joe, are we aware? I just finished making my lineup. Yeah, Who do you got in there, all Ryan? in all SGPN lineup? Oh, that nice. That includes ooh. Joe. Pat McAfee, Larry the Cable Guy, John Smoltz, and Kevin Millar. No, so. uh, no Barkley, huh? You, no, you, no Barkley, <laughs> no Barkley. Although he, I've heard he's gotten much, much better. And, and Kramer, I checked with the people. Colby cannot qualify as oh. a charity we're playing for. So oh. no, Colby, if we win 10K, it's going to it's going to the kids. But yeah, I you're going up against Emmett Smith, uh, like you said, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Dan yeah. Quayle, also in your group. I didn't, I didn't, I don't remember seeing him on the celebrity uh, celebrity. Liberty golf circuit, but you Dan's also been there. Dan's been there. Gosh, I, a lot of years, always coming back for the first time in six years too. John's going to be back. Oh, awesome. Uh, Star. So we've had some people that haven't been there for a while and now all of a sudden they're back. So it works yeah. out great. No, yeah, it's 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 an exciting event. Uh, it's great. You know, you can catch it up on Peacock, NBC Sports, all over uh, TV wise. And and speaking of that, you know, we got a bunch of TVs in the studio, and uh, we we were watching <laughs> that American Gladiators documentary. And I don't think we've ever talked about it to you. It had yeah. just, I, you know, it, it had been so long since the show was on. What was it like hosting American Gladiators? Well, you know, it's the grandfather, I guess you could say, of American Ninja Warrior, yeah. what you see today. But it was really neat. Mike Adamley and I did it for a couple of years. Uh, and it was, I, I mean, you know, between the jousting and the obstacle course, shooting people with tennis balls, and then running a gauntlet, I guess you could say, in football. And we just had a lot of different kind of events. And before we would start taping, Mike and I would get out there and, and be like little <laughs> kids running around. <laughs> Oh no! It's having our own competition. Yeah, you watch the events. You're like, I want that, you know, that rocket launcher. I want a, the the tennis ball cannon. Like, and, and that football, it really was a dream and, come and true. And the football drill. I mean, I think we made the football field a little too wide. It was a little easy for some of those better athletes to make a move and wiggle past into the end zone. You're right. It really was. It really was. And it, it was, was unbelievable. Oh yeah. What was, I mean, what a what a, what a wonderful opportunity and experience. And, and look where we are today. Like I say, with the American Ninja Warrior. Uh, competition, you know, that it's just, um, it's amazing. It's the, what was amazing too, is, was the athletes, uh, the men and women that participated in that were just phenomenal. Yeah, I was always a big, fifth, uh, big lace fan. Fifth growing major up. sport. Oh, yeah, I'll bet you were. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask. Col what? Colby was a Malibu guy. <laughs> uh, hey, stop it! Uh, he's he's underrated. No, uh, he, he is a good. Uh, I was gonna ask you what quarterback do you think currently starting quarterback in the NFL could compete in in the American Gladiators and and perhaps win. Uh it can't be. It can't be somebody. I was thinking Josh Allen's very athletic. It can't be. It can't be a big guy. It's got to be somebody six two ish, yeah. uh, somewhere around you know two ten and change. Mariota, um, someone who could uh, who could uh -oh. squat six hundred pounds. Uh -oh. Maybe Jalen Hurts. You know, Hertz. You know um, <laughs> you know, as athletic as I'll tell you somebody, uh, Kyler Murray. Oh, okay. that's a good answer. I, I think, I think, you know, he's, he's the, you know, he's, he's nifty. He's quick. Um, you know, he would be able probably to handle all of the, the different events that they go through. 
he would be the one off the top of the head that I would think would be the guy. I'd say, okay, your competition. No, I think it's especially in the in, when you got to hide behind those pillars when oh, you're trying assault. to shoot yeah, you. you Kyler Murray, he would have. Oh that yeah, absolutely. Home. I mean, but you can't have somebody. Don't, there's no. These some of these guys are so big. They're like, they can hide behind anything. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> they, really they, they would. Uh, yeah, so, stick out like a sore thumb there. The Commanders. It looks like as far as oh, quarterback no. this year, we're going with. Uh, it seems like Sam Howell's job to lose right now. What do you make of Sam Howell going into year two for the Commanders? I like Sam. I mean, it's very difficult to evaluate exactly what he's going to be because he's only played one football game, but he passes the eye test, smart kid, tough kid, very athletic, uh, throws the ball. Well, now you just have to see how he goes week after week after week. I like the fact that Ron said, okay, he's the starter going in because you prepare differently, different mentally as a starter than you do in just pure competition, which he would be in with Jacoby and, and they're going to compete for a job. Jacoby probably has a little bit of an advantage because he's been in multiple systems and Eric's system is going to be new for Sam. So it's a question of how quickly he picks it up, but you look at the talent around that position. I mean, our wide receivers, I darn near put them up against anybody in the league as a group. Uh, Logan Thomas, I think, you know, as the tight end has to be a very important part of it. We see what Kansas city does with Kelsey. So you got to figure the tight end position is going to be one that makes sense defensively. I think we finished like third last year, had a really good year, got all those ones up front uh, running back situation is very solid. And the offensive line is one that uh, sort of, it doesn't get maligned, which is good it means that they're doing a good job uh, and and they'll be solid. So, you know, Sam, will find his way. And here's the problem with a young quarterback with any of the young quarterbacks, you're not going to play him in preseason. Mm. You just can't risk them getting hurt. Yeah. So how much work are they really going to get under fire? How much work are they going to get with people at their feet with blitzes coming? Cause no, you know, a, coaches, a- defensive coaches are going to be working on their things against the commander. So, you know, I, I think you'll know, we'll have a better idea what Sam is oddly enough through the month of September. And that's really the only time you're going to be able to tell Sean right now, 10 to one commanders to win the division. Mm. I got thrown off. I didn't know who the commanders were oh, for a second. Wow. Uh, and sorry, that's the other I'm thing. Colby's Colby's still holding on to the you now, Joe. We've spent a lot of time in this offseason trying to convert Colby to the name Commanders. And now a new ownership group. Do you think there's a, a chance they change the name again? If you had a guess, are they gonna ride it out with Commanders? I think there's always a chance, but I, I think there's been so much change. Why not give it a chance to be able to be yeah. absorbed? If if they start winning, people are gonna they don't care. That's they, true. They, you know, the commanders will be perfectly fine. And Colby, this is my explanation. Okay. <laughs> you think of the San Francisco 49ers, right? right? You have the 49ers, you have that gold rush, that era in time sort of talks about the area of San Francisco. Yeah. When you think of the Washington commanders, it's the seat of command for all military. I like so it. So <laughs> there's your analogy as to why I think the commanders works. I, I, I can't see having a, Fourth name in what five years? Yeah, or six it's just. Years. Yeah. I, I just think it's too much. But, but too let's, much just, change. let's I, just let's just focus on. This is going to give us an opportunity as fans to be able to focus on what's on the field, as opposed to so much that has been taking place off the field. 
You ignore right. ignore the name. Just bring back the band. That would make everyone happy. Yeah, yeah I think some yeah, of that band, fun, cool fun throwback <laughs> stuff. The Hogettes. I think that would get people uh, back on board. There. You, you mentioned stuff on the field, uh, and and as far as like rookie quarterbacks playing in preseason, we had three quarterbacks drafted in the first four picks here. Um, who do you think, if you had a pick, who who do you think is going to have a a great rookie year at the quarterback position? You know, it depends so much on who's around what. If you're, if you're drafted number one like these guys were, the team has more problems than just yeah. you. So, you know, that that's sort of what I think CJ um, is a solid one. Anthony Richardson is a solid one. Of course, Bryce Young. Uh, those three are the, the ones we're talking about. But, you know, I mean, what's around them in Carolina? What's around them, you know, in Indianapolis? What's around them as players? Um, what does the team need to do to support them? It's the single most dependent position on the field. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious. Line doesn't block, receivers don't catch, runners don't run, defenses don't stop people, kickers don't make kicks. It's tough. And so it's it's a tough thing to learn. And now we want those guys out on the field right away. Every one of them will start. I'm, yeah. I'm quite sure every one of them is going to be on the field right away. And believe me, there is so much to learn, and it's so different than college. So different. Well, we're just doing our our college football previews. Obviously, you went to Notre Dame. Great career there. Uh, Notre Dame coming in with big expectations, ranked thirteenth uh, in the nation coming in preseason. Obviously, the big transfer in Sam Hartman. Uh, what are your thoughts on Notre Dame this season? I'm excited. I had a chance to meet Sam. Uh, talk to. I was out at the uh, university about six six weeks ago, and we did a thing called Notre Dame Day. It's. Tw- uh, 17 hours of all Notre Dame, 20, actually 24 hours of all Notre Dame. And it was really fun. And I had a chance to go over and uh, meet with coach and have a chance to meet Sam. I mean, he's in his sixth year. He's a man. Okay? <laughs> yeah. we, we have, we have a man uh, at the quarterback position and I, I he's talented, uh, put on a nice display during the spring game when it was just a miserable, miserable day, handled the weather well. So I'm excited about what we're going to be able to do. I think the wide receivers will be more involved than they have been in the past. Uh, the offensive line has always been solid there. Our defense was very young last year. I think they'll be more mature and we'll have more growth in that area as far as the expectations go. So I like our football team. I like the University of Notre Dame. Yeah, I think I, 13th is a little high for them. I, I thought though one of the glaring weaknesses of last year, and that's not a uh, shot at their other quarterbacks, but I just they, they didn't have experience at, at that position. And Hartman definitely these college kids these days are like thirty years old because the well, COVID eligibility, the the transfer, yeah. you know, yeah, <laughs> so, it's crazy. Why get out? You just stay around until the opportunity comes to you get till you get drafted in the first round. I mean, it's yeah. you know, just keep going to school. Well, yeah, that, in, that in, Sam's, in Sam's case, you know, I, it obviously was. I mean, obviously the pandemic extra year really helped. There's yeah. no question about that. And like I said, he, um, you know, he's. He's a heck of a specimen. I'm I'm excited about what we're going to be able to do. I just I just feel like uh, we've tried to manage the position uh, for the last two or three years. It's always one year Jack came in for one year, and then Drew was there, and you know Tyler was there, and it was a little bit like Washington. Yeah, you know you you, you open the book, you open the page, and there's another quarterback's face on it. Um, yeah, yeah. Yet no. we have another one, but this one this one has a lot more experience. I know last time we had you on to shift it back to the NFL, you know, you were talking about Aaron Rodgers, and you know, there was speculation whether he would be, uh, you know, holding out or retiring. And now, now he's a New York jet. How do you feel about Rodgers coming into New York city and, and playing with the jets? 
I, I think I think it's the perfect city for Aaron. Uh, AR. Oh, he's um, loving it. Yeah, I, so I was just gonna say, man. I mean, <laughs> he's everywhere. Me? The events that he gets to go to. It's like <laughs> Russell Wilson out in Denver. Yeah. You know, now you see he and Sean Payne at basketball games. And by the way, congratulations to the Nuggets. Yes. Um, you see him at different places. But, you know, New York was built for AR or AR was built for New York. You know, here's my question. Can Aaron Rodgers be the next Matthew Stafford, the next Tom Brady, the next uh, Peyton Manning, where they've switched teams and gone to the championship? The Jets are not a bad football team around Aaron Rodgers. We talk about the young guys going to places where they need a few more things. Aaron's stepping into a situation where they don't need as much for that football team to be good. Plus, it's a system he's new. he knows with Nathaniel Hackett there. Brought some of the people he knows with him from Green Bay, basically. They were smart to sign him. So the transition into this offense and the transition offensively would not be as great as we might see other people moving on, like, say, Russell went through last year out in Denver, trying to, you know, sort of find your way. This is more Aaron getting to be Aaron and yeah, really yeah. be someone like a coach, uh, yeah. which I think, I think appeals to him a lot. Bring really a lot do. of uh, a lot of high level experience there. Now, Aaron Rodgers, he went on a uh, a darkness retreat for a few days. Have you ever considered that, Joe? <laughs> Going on a darkness retreat, living in pure dark for a couple of days? Well, I've been locked in my room before in a closet. My <laughs> wife gets mad at me. Oh, I think really? It's the safest place to go. Oh, she no. sends you on your own I've darkness experience, retreat. I've experienced for a short period of time, but not for as long a period of time. <laughs> oh dear. Hope. No, he. I mean, and he's he's talks about how ayahuasca helped him with his performance yeah. and led to MVP season. Very non-traditional in a lot of in a lot of the yeah. sense. But uh, to your point, like he seems to be embracing. He went to Berkeley. Playing in the Big Apple. Yeah. <laughs> He did. He, he went to Berkeley. Um, hopefully, she left you with some Oreos. Yeah. There, Joe. I know you're a big uh, Oreo guy, so hopefully, Robin. I love did, Oreos. Hopefully, Robin let you Oreos. out eventually. And when I when I play a golf course and they don't have Oreos, I get very very. <laughs> upset. Why, why wouldn't you at a halfway house? Why wouldn't you have Oreos? <laughs> hopefully, they have some it, it makes It makes no sense to me why every golf course in America mm. doesn't have Oreos. Yeah. <laughs> You, you put a, it's a little, it's a little six pack of Oreos. Yeah, yeah. it's very easy. Oh, listen, I have kids. It's I understand. Easy. It's munchy. Oh. They taste good. Oh. You know, you can. You, okay, so there's no milk to dip them in. That's okay. You can get by. Take that, them home for Take is, them home with you and, do, and dip them in milk when you get home. And whatever it might be. How, how have you not gotten an Oreo endorsement, yeah, Joe? We're gonna, we're gonna tag well, Oreo this, on social this could media. Be the beginning, guys. Yeah, yeah. Know. it will. I like well, it. Now, now, hold on. I want to talk about no, the, the, right, the wish ahead. list. Aaron Rodgers' wish list. Did, did, I don't know if it had Oreos on it, but uh, <laughs> you know, have you ever? I mean, when you went to the Argos or the or or, or or Washington, did you did you come in with the wish list saying, "Hey, I need these guys"? Because it seems like the Jets were just like, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna just roster it." Well, yeah, we'll, we'll listen to you here. Well, let's be honest. It's a little bit of a different situation <laughs> with Aaron going to the Jets and there's his offensive coordinator being there. When I went to Toronto, Leo Cahill was the coach and, you know, Greg Barton and I were the quarterbacks and we sort of put a lot of the offense in. So, um, you know, you, <laughs> when you're young and you're new, you're just trying to figure out things like I did in the Canadian league. And then when I got to Washington, Billy Kilmer and Sonny Jerkinson were the quarterbacks. I just had a little corner to sit in and shut up and, and <laughs> listen to them and, and do what I was supposed to do when it came to, you know, trying to be able to operate the football team. 
And you, you didn't, you didn't demand a trade. There was no, you didn't strip. Uh, no, we didn't have free agency. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you gotta remember when I got league, there wasn't free agency. Yeah. You know, you didn't make any demands. Yeah. You just kept your, you kept your nose to the grindstone <laughs> and you just wanted to make the football team. Yeah. I, you know, that's why I spent the first two years returning punts. Yeah, that's still. I'm crazy. just gonna. I'm gonna play this for my children. <laughs> Joe Theismann yeah. returned punts. You can yeah. go the extra mile Get for your there. soccer team. Yeah. Let's Throw go. I did it in college too. Yeah, no, that's. A, I mean, my every once in a while, college, first seven games I returned punts. Every once in a while, Kobe throws on the YouTube of you returning punts <laughs> with the single bar face mask, and he goes, "That was football when it was so real saying. football." S- Sam Hartman's even making money in college now. Get back there, return the punt, Sam. Come on, yeah, I was gonna say. Is, that, is that unbelievable? I mean, what college football? You know, I've dubbed it. It's not college football. It's semi-professional football played by young people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, again, imagine the Oreo. NIL deal you had oh. gotten at oh, Notre Dame. They'd be paying Oreos you to eat right. Oreos. Are you Come kidding on. me? <laughs> yeah, a special a, golden Oreo for Notre Dame. I mean, it's such an easy crossover really, marketing you, opportunity. You know, and you can you can put a little green little little Oreo Mint? with a little green ND on it. I mean, just the the opportunities are vast <laughs> when it comes to getting to it. Uh, this is just. I mean, we're we should be pitching well, this to Shark Tank. Well, we're gonna send this to the boardroom at or at Nabisco right now. <laughs> They're loving all this free pub. Well, of course, Joe, always appreciate you calling into the show. Um, hopefully, you have a great summer. Hopefully, you dominate at the yes. ACC uh, championship. Of course, imploring everyone to go to accfantasygolf.com. Set up your team again. Ten thousand dollar donation to your charity of choice, July 14th through the 16th. You can watch it. NBC sports golf channel, Peacock, Joe, appreciate the time as always. Thank you guys. Always great catching up. Take care. Have a great rest of the summer. Always great checking in with our good buddy Joe over there. We really got we got to reach out to Oreo. I mean, uh, people maybe thought this was a commercial for Oreos. It's not. <laughs> Joe just loves uh, him some Oreos. Also, the way that Joe can neutralize Colby's disdain with <laughs> with modern anything. Yes. Listen, Colby, this is the way it is. It's like okay. <laughs> Well, you know, I had to dial it back a little bit. You know oh, you worried I mean? about uh, upsetting Joe? No, uh, no. I mean, know. what I heard in that interview yeah. is that Colby's on board with calling it the commanders. Yeah, I, I heard it. He's just <laughs> no longer the bet. The bit's over. Colby, the, the, the Colby a- just steely-eyed, going, "Okay, yeah." The AAF team, San Antonio Commanders. They, they San Antonio know. Commanders. Oh. But uh, always a big thanks to Joe hopping on there. Make sure you. Rate, review, subscribe, toss us a nice little uh, five star, smash that subscribe button, join the auto download army. We got our own group of commanders here, storming the front lines, taking down corporate gambling content. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean Stegging the Money Green, and he is Ryan. Who are the commanders? Kramer. Let it ride.